Can you do your Mitch McConnell voice and say, I've never farted? I, I can never remember what it is. It's just, just like put your lips like this. Old and like this and like solid. I've never farted. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome to Credit Zero. Welcome to Credit Zero, the after school arcade podcast brought to you by Milk in a Bag. (laughs) Milk in a Bag. Milk in a Bag. Chocolate, strawberry, banana, cream pie. I wish those were bags. (laughs) Cream pie milk? Yeah. In a bag? It's just milk-flavored milk. (laughs) Happy Milk Day, everybody. Is milk in a bag available in any capacity in the States? Because I've heard since, like, oh, it's a Canadian thing. I've heard since that, like, in Minnesota... Sure, I'm sure, like Wisconsin right? and yeah, yeah, Vermont and places like that. Minnesota and, and Wisconsin. Any laws against yeah. it. From me to we, we get milk in a bag. <laughs> yeah. From what I heard, it's not even like exclusively Canadian. Like, not all Canadian provinces have them. Apparently, BC doesn't bag their milk and everything, and they're kind of upset that we claim jokes? that bagged milk is Canadian because they think. Ontarians are egotistical. They well, use I mean, jugs. Ontarians. Yeah, I, we used to use jugs too. That's why we still use. Fuck. We still use jugs in some places. We still use jugs. Are we talking yeah. about cartons? No, jugs like jugs. plastic, like fat jugs. jugs. No, we get some, you get some. You get some fat <laughs> jugs at like the uh, at the convenience store. You get some fat <laughs> jugs. Yeah, fat, and that's what I used to get. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, when yeah, I was yeah, a kid, yeah, yeah. I used to get those. And, those and what? Like, those fat jugs. Got it. All right, go on. Big milk jugs, and so. Sorry, big what jugs? Milk. Okay, you're, you get a pass. <laughs> we all heard that. <laughs> I said it right. I don't know what, what do you guys were talking Milk about. Milk jugs. I don't know. Milk Survey jugs. says, did we hear the E? I yep. heard the E. Yeah, yeah. Leslie uh, heard the E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of us. Okay, well. Thank you. I, um... Anyways, I, we used to drink uh, milk out of jugs. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> I heard that again. <laughs> uh, Avondale's a weird place. I used to work at an Avondale as a convenience store. Uh, what? <laughs> Nothing, it's Were you mid-conversation? Do you want to finish that? He's looking indignant. Go ahead, go ahead. You used to get milk jugs. And milk. when we finish the jugs, we bring them back to the milk store. I'm so angry. You did that one intentionally. You're so happy. <laughs> I have never seen you with a smile that shit-eating in your life. The convenience store had a bunch of empty milk containers. I'm in like a <laughs> It's funny that I'm this angry at you for this because someone who I live with and occasionally have sex with also says milk. Oh. <laughs> you occasionally have sex with Drew? I don't live Drew? with Drew. <laughs> I don't live with Drew. Uh, Avondale's a weird place. I used to work at an Avondale, which is a convenience store, and that's the place where I found the uh, milk jugs. Did I ever tell you about my time traveling story in yes. the convenience store? Did I tell it on this podcast? I think you might have. Okay. Very early. Never mind. Do Go synopsis. back and listen to it. Do it like a quick synopsis. Okay, a quick synopsis. So, uh, I, I I put in my two weeks at Avondale, uh, and I'm just like, I don't want to work here anymore. And it's my very last night, right? Yeah. Two weeks after I put in my two weeks, it's my very last night. And I'm just finishing up, and there's this guy that comes in. And the first thing that I think about is that the guy looks a lot like my dad. Okay? Okay. That's the first Steve. thing that I noticed. S- Steve. Steve. From the Steven, as it were. <laughs> Steve from the highway! Uh, uh, and, uh, I once, I once, uh, 
this is going to get into stories upon stories. Whatever. <laughs> this this one's shorter. Okay. One time after uh, an improv show, uh, I, I laughed at the fact that they brought in some guy from the uh, audience to be in a, a scene, but he wasn't like a game. Like he wasn't uh, like a certain gimmick. He was just another member of the the scene. So I was laughing. It was like, oh, it's all these members of this improv organization and like. Steve from the highway who doesn't know improv and Luke lost his shit repeating Steve from the highway in a not the gumdrop buttons laugh voice that he sometimes does it's because I was creating the character of Steve from the highway and I could so vividly imagine like a middle aged man who like lives on the road and like saves a bunch of expired coupons has CDs and the CD player doesn't work yeah his car is filthy yeah (laughs) And he loves the, like, black ice, like, air freshener, but it, it's so oh. dusty that it's, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he always gets to a place just late enough so that his shipment doesn't even matter that he, yeah. that he yeah. got it there, but he's always like, take it, please. I think we had lore that he he worked for the CIA, and they were trying to let him go, but they, they thought that he would be too sad. Yes, <laughs> so, they, so they arranged a hit on him just to, to prevent him from, like, being let go and, like, looking yeah. at his sad-ass face. They're like, we don't want to kill Steve, but it'll be so heartbroken otherwise. Yeah, it's we can't been... afford to keep paying it. That's what it was. Yeah, because it's like a make-work job, because they're too... He's like he loves he, his job. He so originally much. he originally uh, was paid to like transfer like communications to people, and when the internet happened, they didn't need him, but kept <laughs> him on payroll for fifty years because he doesn't know how to do another damn thing. <laughs> and they ran out of money to pay him. It's like we gotta arrange a hit on him. <laughs> he'd be so way. he'd be so sad. All right. Anyway, so Avondale. <laughs> Avondale. This guy looks like my dad. Uh, and that's the first thing that uh, crosses my mind. But he's the last person there. It, he will end up being the last customer that I ever serve in Avondale. Whoa. And he goes around and he, he buys he buys a couple of he, he gets a couple of things. Uh, and he he goes to the fatalistic. Yeah. All right. He he's leaving his job. He's the last ever. He he goes to the front right. and he's like, uh, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, just these things today." And I'm like, "All right, cool." And uh, we ring up those things and uh, I, he pays and he's like, "All right, have a good day." And I go, "Cheers." And he starts to walk out the door, turns on his heels and goes, "You know, people don't really say cheers anymore." And and I go, "Oh yeah, I guess uh, I guess like it's not that common over here, but uh, I guess I picked it up while uh, while I was in Australia, which is true, I did." And, uh, and he goes, oh, you're in Australia for a little bit. Me too. And we, we get to talking, right? We get to talking. And uh, he, he talks, he somehow gets into this thing where he like went to Australia because he wasn't sure what he was doing with his life. And like how he, he met the love of his life when he came back to Canada, but she was a bitch and betrayed him and stuff <laughs> like that. And he, gave, he handed me a card for this uh, garage worker. And I was like, oh, I don't have a car, because I didn't at the time. And uh, and he was like, no, no, trust me, it's important, take the card. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and he was like, if you ever have a car in the future, maybe you could call that guy. But trust me, you'll thank me for having this. And <laughs> and we get to, like, talking a little bit more, and, like, um, you know, we talk about what we want to do in our future. And uh, he says, anyways, uh, I, sh- I should probably let you uh, finish up. Um, and uh, I said, yeah, it was nice meeting you. Uh, and he says, uh, what's your name, by the way? And I say, oh, Paul. And he goes, really? That's my name, too. And walks out without another fucking word. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. He was really insistent on giving me that card, which I still have to this day. And if I time-traveled back in time... Remember, he looked a lot like my dad. Well, can you older me? <laughs> 
if I wanted to travel back in time and I wanted to be remembered for like, oh yeah, I worked at an Avondale, let's just go there. If I wanted to be the most memorable customer, which one would I be? The, the last. very last one. Exactly. I discovered time travel in the future and went back to myself and gave myself a garage guy's card. Just the fact of like, take this card. No, you'll need it. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll thank me for this. And, I set myself up for a looper plot. Don't lose that card. Also, that is absolutely the asshole thing older me would do to freak out my younger <laughs> self. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like You're the card means nothing. Yeah, yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with the Here's time travel Here's a card to a repair shop. Honest to God, this is gonna be a paradox. I'm gonna give him that card that I've saved since. It's probably not anyone's card. <laughs> The original, like, person in the... The original Paul in the Loop just, like, made it online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knowing that it would just know. be given to, from Paul to Paul to yeah. Paul. The business doesn't exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now you have to go on the address that's on the card. I, I like... I, it's a field. Yeah. <laughs> like, I call the number. It's, like, doesn't exist. It's got a 555 in it. I was stupid. You oh. called back five years later. There's, like, construction. They're putting up new buildings. And you're like, is it happening? Are they building it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly the phone number works. Yeah, and then I meet the bitch. Yeah, and you're... Who ruins my life. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Could be like, you, Drew. I have a bitch. <laughs> you're, my, you're my silly little monkey. <laughs> Fun okay. times. Uh, so, can I can I say something about? No. Yes. Go ahead. Can I say something about the no. show? No. Yes. Okay. Can I say something about the show that just happened? Yes. Uh, the show that happened in uh, what month is it? February. February. Thank you. It happened in February. Yeah. This is um, February episode. Everybody. Drew, this is one of the times that you've made me laugh the hardest. When you were doing the Monopoly scene and you were doing the exaggerated oh. facial expressions, <laughs> I had to change what I was doing during the scene to make sure I was not looking at you. <laughs> oh yeah, we we do an Im- we are an improv troupe by the way. We yeah, do monthly shows in historic Kitchener, Ontario, and uh, Drew did a funny thing. You know what's the best part about that? When he told me about that, because I was operating you no your idea. arms, I had no idea that you were even making facial expressions. Well, I wasn't really making facial expressions at first. I was okay. just sort of like pointing along with it, and then Eric was like, "More detail." So I started mouthing along what you were saying and oh, making exaggerated you. facial expressions. Yeah, it was. You made me funny. We make each other funny. Oh, that's a very wholesome thing. Speaking of improv shows, sometimes we ask questions of our audience members. I mean, every time. Right? Every time we ask questions of our audience members, and sometimes we answer all of them. Sometimes we hate certain questions and rip them up and give them a pass. Yeah, sometimes they're statements. Sometimes they're statements. Sometimes yeah. they're I statements, and then we have to apologize and move on in our kindergarten class. <laughs> Do you ever have I statements when you were in kindergarten? I feel like I vaguely remember I that. I don't remember that. Where it's well, like, so, you're like declaring. Yeah, yeah. So in th- it was like a, an I statement was this thing of like declaring intent where it's like, I, I feel upset when you do that, can you please stop? And the formula was, I feel frustrated when you do that, can you please stop? I remember that in my school because no one knew what frustrated was. Half of the it's students knew how to... Word. Yeah, half the students knew how to pronounce it. So oftentimes it was like, I feel frustrated, ye stop. <laughs> and like, and like the I statement was like treated as our like Miranda rights in fucking like middle school where it was just sort of like if someone hits you with that fucking I statement you had to stop otherwise they could go to the teacher and say I even gave an I statement an I oh. statement for God's sake <laughs> it held so much power yeah have yeah. you no decency sir but then yeah. again this is the same uh, place that I, that I ran around naked so like they clearly they 
I want to run around naked. <laughs> I want to hoot. I want to holler. I want to slap, slap my your own, own ass. ass. <laughs> Daryl's favorite part of every podcast. <laughs> You went, you went from, like, actively questioning me the first time to going, fuck yeah! <laughs> yes, we need more ass-slapping on this podcast. I'm okay with that. Bend over. Oh. <laughs> okay. Daryl. Oh, this is like the monkey's paw. <laughs> Daryl wishes on a monkey's paw for more ass-slapping. You know, it's funny you said that about your school with the, the I statements. In my school, it would have gone something like, uh, like, uh, like, I feel thunk! <laughs> Okay, and never mind, you shouldn't have gone close to the mic. <laughs> yeah. And so that's kind What's of. So, okay, was the donk fist, hammer, other shovel. kids? Shovel. Shovel. It, it, it was it, a wall, right? It could have been KFC. all of those things. Why or think, either of those things. Or a shovel. Cookbook. Did you also hit a kid with a shovel? Because for some reason that came to mind. Yeah. yeah? Okay. But well, it, he didn't time. turn into a genius, I don't think. But. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't kept tabs on him, you don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. maybe I that's that like school. Maybe that's uh, Coulomb's law or something like that. Like not only the whole distance between two charges thing, what actually Coulomb's law is, but also everyone who gets hit on the head with a shovel becomes a super genius. <laughs> but you have to hit them like right at the right point of their lives, like when the brain mm. just starts like that one growth in that's grade two. Moment. Yeah, you have there's to, like a ten second window. You have to you have to disengage <laughs> the part of the brain that's like uh uh uh. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not infinitely the growing. restraints. Yeah. Anyway, we have to question sometimes. Daryl, read the first one. All right, sakes. this is awesome. We got a lot of questions today too. Yeah, yeah. this is from a obviously from a previous show. This is from the January show. Yes, we just did the February show. We're blowing the lid off this operation, I guess. That's a blast from the past. You're, you look dead inside. I feel dead inside, but I do like the callback. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so this... The dead inside was unrelated. <laughs> this is um, from Karina Cook. Karina Cook. Karina Cook. They put their own last name? Yeah. They were, they did they put their address? Okay, did for those for those that listen to this uh, <laughs> podcast and come to the show, put your address on the next one so we can <laughs> dox you on, on pod. Thank you. We have to know it's you. Yeah. <clears throat> so Karina asks, who is your favorite person to riff off of and why? Drew. <laughs> <laughs> in this group or in general? I assume in general because they don't give like... They don't specify? Yeah. No. That's a very oh, interesting question. I know, but I feel mean saying it. <laughs> Why? Is it not a uh, <clears throat> mutual riffing? Oh, it is definitely not a mutual riffing. So there is this friend of mine, a uh, Facebook friend named Alan. And Alan, oh. <laughs> you've seen Al yeah, some of the Alan yeah, posts. Yeah. I've, I've given one or two of them oh, to this group. And Alan, uh, <laughs> you sure you want to use his real name? Uh, I haven't, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Alan, um, he uh, he doesn't... English isn't his first language, and he's also a little bit spaced out as a person to begin with. And so, like, everything that he says is not only, like, disconnected from reality, but also run through what I can only imagine is either a Google Translate or, like, his own rough understanding of English either or. So, for example, uh, if he ever tries to say my, he'll always say my own other every single time. Uh, and uh, myself and a good friend of mine who I will definitely not even name in any capacity will always uh, like she she and I will always trade like our favorite Alanisms because he makes every single post of his public because he runs like a gaming company. And by that, I mean, he runs a Facebook uh, like likable Facebook post page uh that's called like 
something that's really like cool plus something that's really cool studios like uh wolf lightning studios it's not that but like as an example and like it has nothing to do with gaming and sometimes he'll post like pictures of the spanish inquisition just going like i knew that they were after my own other chris angel uh gaming company on cbs morning news and i'm like this is and it's like a black and white spanish inquisition like dead muslims everywhere picture and i'm like what the fuck alan and so like i will absolutely set like it's just screenshots sometimes alan's um long ass Facebook posts that contain like 17 billion words uh five unique words and uh just like send them to my friend and she and I will just be like send like earnest <laughs> earnest messages where we're trying to read it out loud like it's a Shakespearean play uh that is that is the person I riff the most that makes sense. that's my answer are you trying to find it Lizzie? oh she found yeah. it I found one alright can you read it for us I will this read it me. out <laughs> A dramatic reading. By uh, it's a... I'll cut this out if this contains any sensitive information. Yeah. Yes. It's a uh, post with a screenshot from Google Maps. Not sure whose house, but some suburban house. Okay. Um, as I told you the truth about my own mind manipulation going against the COVID-19 is the dog walking. It was kind of first started by me from this other website link right next to my own house street, middle at the forest, and the two other main street. <laughs> can like mind manipulate a lot of people but ends up Chris Angel in kind of mind reading about the dog walking into my own street. Okay, that, that makes perfect he sense. Ends up Chris Angel. What do you? What he do you spells guys, it wrong. What are, guys, what are you guys laughing about? It makes perfect sense. All right, translate it for us then. Darryl. Well, you know, clearly there's a there's a portal between his two neighbor houses and you know a bunch of other streets. And in this portal, you're, uh, you gotta go watch out for vaccines and Chris Angel and, uh, What about the dog walking? And, well, the dog... <laughs> <laughs> that was the integral part! The that was the integral part! You he forgot. skips over it! You forgot. That's more uh, of subtext, that I think. Was, Yeah, that was to throw you off. It was a metaphor. Sense. You know, every, every post that he makes, he, I'm assuming, uh, makes... You'll is, never know, viewer. Uh, it's, it's written in code. Right? It has to be. It's from, spoken in tongues, yeah. Mm -hmm. From what I deciphered from that post, he was saying that my way of like combating loneliness or whatever during COVID-19 has been dog walking. And then he said something about like someone stealing that from him. So I think maybe <laughs> he talked about how like the idea to to walk It was my idea to, to walk, walk your dog. dog. <laughs> they fucking stole it from me. I want credit. <laughs> I want to combat loneliness or go with my dog uh, walking. What the fuck? People are on dog walking. This feels mean. What uh, does everyone else have someone that they riff or are we all just gonna answer Alan at this point? I can find another one. No! <laughs> Well, poor Alan. Let's leave Alan alone. Yeah, we have a lot of questions to go through. Yeah. I like uh, riffing off of you guys. You guys. You guys are yeah, yeah, we riff off each other a lot. Uh, this one is a statement, but without a question mark. Um, That's most statements. Yeah. Oh, oh and it's, it comes from Leslie's favorite viewer. Yep. Oh. What about a game where you can only use embarrassing moments, Douglas? 
Brackets. Oh. Drew's dad. What about it, Dougie? <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Let's get him. What about a game where you could only use embarrassing moments? Do, do you count this as a moment we can use in that game? Because that's embarrassing for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm embarrassed. People's embarrassing moments. I'm embarrassed for you, man. Doug. Doug Defer. Can so, I? How much money we, would you would you need for me to legally change your name to Drewstifer? Follow up question: If once you name yourself Drewstifer legally, can we also legally change your last name to Druce? Drewstifer Druce. That'd yeah. be such a pain in the ass, though. Yeah. No, fuck that. Well, how much money? Um. Legally, oh, like you can use nicknames, like just, just call me Drew, guys. Like legally, my name is yeah, Drewcifer Drews, but now I'm a billionaire. You already do for that. My, for my job, I have to uh, use my legal name. So I would have to get enough money to like Drewcifer Drews to the front <laughs> desk, please. <laughs> I would have That's to like that a finance management company has an intercom. Yeah, <laughs> as a spill, Drewcifer Drews. <laughs> the office is so big. Drewcifer Drews truck. We we lost money. <laughs> I put it on the Where's, We're missing six dollars. Christopher Cruz, where'd that go? Uh, it's like it's, it's just like accusations over the intercom. It's it's like the uh, hypothetical uh, my friend uh, or our, our mutual friend uh, Jeff made, where uh, there was just like this this uh, this op where they're trying to like take over like this uh, this business with like the armed guards, like very James Bond, and one of them realizes, oh, we need to do this really stealthy, but they're like an idiot, get smart type figure so they go over the intercom going this is now a stealth op <laughs> everybody needs to know no uh I don't know like fucking a million dollars but uh the real question is <laughs> Jesus he's throwing his orangutan oh that's okay because you're my silly little monkey <laughs> <laughs> but uh this question comes from our show that we did that was shark tank slash dragon den's theme oh. yeah so so how he's we, giving his own. Well, no one's going to vote for him. These ideas too late. stinks. We already voted. How would we create a game around embarrassing Doug, moments? That's Doug, what I'm asking. Doug, I'm wondering no one's if gonna it's... Vote for you. Does, he, does he listen to this podcast? I feel like I'm being mean to him. I mean, very occasionally, but not really. I'm though. sorry, Doug. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's like Doug embarrassing. <laughs> Doug Glizzy. <laughs> I can't wait to get up in that Doug Goosey. <laughs> Let Leslie speak. Hey, Leslie, how's it going? Hey, uh, I'm wondering if it's, like, using embarrassing moments from, like, our lives, like, our personal lives, Presumably. and, like, incorporating them in the scene, That's... or if it's just, like, a scene where only embarrassing things happen to this person, okay. or to all of you. The latter one is actually interesting. The former just sounds yeah. like day in the life. Yeah, but, like, mm. you have to really rely on memory to, like, come up with a good story to read that. Motherfucker, that's his whole podcast. Yeah, but I'm really shit at it. <laughs> that's fair. Um, but the second one, like... You know. Uh, that's true. Anyone You're really funny at other things. Like, I live in the present. I live in the moment. Mm. You live in the present because you're a gift to me. Mm. Just to you. Well, you're my silly little monkey. <laughs> um... Sorry. <laughs> it only works if you go seamlessly back the into the conversation. Second... Uh, the second point about like an embarrassing thing happening to somebody is it like you they're look just like if, if Harry Potter was French? <laughs> <laughs> hey, take a picture after we're done recording. After we're... 
This is why I can't go seamlessly into the next thing, because you'll interrupt me no matter what I do. <laughs> My next glass is like potions. <laughs> you experience. Uh, Monsieur McDo. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows that <laughs> reference. Experimus. Just the way you posture. It just looks like Harry Potter gave up and went to a slam poetry. Hermani <laughs> Granger. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, next question. Ronald? <laughs> Sorry, Dad, Vous we're not really mot? answering your question. Should you just pass it to Luke and then get him to do the next question? Oh, it hurts. Voldemort. Dis pas le nom. Anyway, the embarrassing moments thing is very interesting if that was like the mechanics for a character. Um, ooh, Matt asks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I looked at Drew again. This is the position. This I'm not gonna change it because you want me. To. You need bongo drums, dude. <laughs> what is French or Harry Potter about bongo drums? It's true, slam poetry. True. 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 Uh, uh, Matt asks. Everyone's top five board games. Top five. That's a lot. Whoa. Like you might be able to answer that, Drew. You. <laughs> You look like you like board games, dude. <laughs> Pretty sure that's also my brother, if I had to guess. Oh my lord. I'm gonna develop um, abs for black. <laughs> top, top five board games. I mean, is that like games that I would want to play right now? Or like games that have been most look meaningful Look at this fucking pose. <laughs> so, I think our best, the, the best game. The best games? So, I'm gonna say... He's been revisiting Gramsci. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Dominion is a very, like, impactful game for me. Uh, Lost Runes of Arnak is definitely one of my favorite games right now. I've been really enjoying Dice Throne. Okay. Dice Throne is a lot of fun. It's like Yahtzee, but like a combat Yahtzee. Combat Yahtzee? The fact you yeah. work in finance is so fucking funny. Um, look at how you look, dude. There's also, uh, Settlers of Catan is like a, it's like a... I always thought it was choice, Cat- I thought it was Catan said either. Okay. I don't know. It's not a real place. What? Yeah. Okay. What? what? Oh no. It's not like a Jumanji uh, <laughs> Boardwalk is real though. It's in Monopoly. Yeah, but how else would you pronounce it? Boardwalk. <laughs> use the diphthong? Walk. Yeah. Walk. Walk. I always use the Walk. diphthong when I do laundry. <laughs> You, you do laundry by dipping it in yeah. shit. <laughs> in shit. In twice uh, shit. <laughs> Anti-laundry. <laughs> I dip my clothes in shit. That's the most anti-establishment thing ever. Just like, fuck you and your clean clothes. <laughs> I dip this, it in like the worst. The second most oh, anti-establishment Azula. uh, thing I've ever one. seen is what Drew is wearing right now. <laughs> All right. Is that, does anybody else want to do top five? At least do top one or three. Catan, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, dude. That's a what good one. I used to play when I was a little kid. I played That's a lot fair. of the Scrabble. I got a question. Yeah. Does Guess Who count as a board game? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Guess who's uh, game. Scrabble. Um, Monopoly and uh, Sequence. Yeah, I'm gonna. I be, do like sequence. Sequence is fun. Okay. I'm gonna be really bored. Oh wait, does uh, does Werewolf count as a board game? Yep, Werewolf. It's a party game. Okay, cool. Werewolf's uh, number three. Werewolf is number one for me. You all know how much I love <laughs> yeah. One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Love me some Werewolf. Number two, I'm gonna say Guess Who because it's a big part of my childhood and no other reason. I'm sure it's bad. Uh, <laughs> Monopoly number three, same reason. Uh, number four, we'll go to Yahtzee. 
And number five, uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Uh, mm. I've only played that once, but it was a lot of fun. I, I played once, and I got the most ridiculously overpowered... Like, I was the bad guy, mm-hmm. and I got the most ridiculously overpowered thing, where it was just sort of like, uh, you have activated a portal to hell. Every turn, uh, like, one extra piece will fall in. So, like, first turn, one piece from, like, the oh, basement like falls disappears. in. And then, like, the next turn, two connected to it fall in. And if anyone's oh. on one of those pieces, they lose. They just drop to hell. Yeah, and they have to, like, gather three items and then leave. Oh. And also, like, the first piece that goes is, like, the one you're standing on, because, like, you're now, like, the, the death of the house. And my thing was the th- one of the only two things connected to the way out. So, like, they were screwed from the beginning. You just go to the other spot and shoot them down when they come, basically. Yeah, no, they were, they were screwed. They we were got, dead. We got the box ending, so we didn't actually get a bad guy. We got the meta one. You got the meta one. Yeah, it was like Jumanji where you get, well, the opposite. Robin Jumanji. Williams shows up. That would actually be terrifying if, like, present day Robert Williams showed up. Robert <laughs> oh, Williams is dead. <laughs> yeah, that would be why. That's why it's terrifying. He composed. Yeah, oh. was that, five? that was five, right? Yeah. Okay. Would you work with Robin Williams pre or post death? Yeah, pre death. Okay. I think that'd okay be up. Would you work with Robert Williams? Okay, you yes. Are... Misspoke, whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, my top five board games. Um, a lot of these are not actually board games, but they're like party games. So I mean, I, I gave fucking Werewolf. You're fine. Uh, Yahtzee. I like, party games are still board games. I like, I like Blockus. Oh, that's a board game. Yeah. yeah that's Blocus? Uh, Blocus. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like Unstable Unicorns, which is like a card game. Uh, I like uh, Zombie Dice. It's a card game. It is like the... the My favorite board is game like, is Pokemon. Yeah. Zombie Dice is the perfect game. It's not a board game. It is a board game. It's not a board game. It's a Pokemon. 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 That's what Drew likes. Pokemon. Board parody. Okay, and this game called Once Upon a Time, which is like a really nice game for like improvisers. It's like a storytelling game. My favorite board game is Uno. My name's Drew Holden. I didn't say Uno. Yeah, I know, but I'm making fun of the fact that you think card games can be board games. Then I want Crazy Eights in my top five. <laughs> no, it's it's sarcastic. I oh. don't actually think <laughs> okay, well, card games can pre- be board okay, games. Okay, well, predicated on if Drew's premise. I mean, my premise is like, if it's a deck of cards, like a standard deck of cards, and you make a game out of that, I probably wouldn't count that as a board game. But if it's like a specialty set of okay, cards, well, I would call that a board game. No! You can just well, get he worked at the board game place. He, he, get, he knows. Yeah, but we he also has have, the we also have video games there, and I wouldn't call those board games. Yeah. So there are lines. There are like lines. Yeah, board. you had, like, pizza there. He wouldn't call them <laughs> board games. Board game. yeah. It's right. more of a they board than card games. They had Suzette there. You wouldn't consider Suzette to be a board game. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> but, okay, okay, well, this is the last game that I'm going to say, and, and we'll, we can judge, all of us together. Okay. It's called Mastermind. Anybody know Mastermind? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, a guessing. Yeah, I've never played that. Game. That's yeah. yeah. Like if guess who is a, a, a board a game, then absolutely Mastermind. Yeah, board games can be a lot, a lot of different things. Would I like you, Mastermind. Mastermind's cool. Would you consider Mancala a board game? <clears throat> I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, I mean chess is a board game. I guess so. I, I really like Mancala, and it's, it's ancient. Good. It's Would from, you consider like, Go to be a board game? Yes. Really, the improv game. Interesting. All right, let's Fuck go on. You. Let's move on. Has everyone answered? You know no. what you did. No, go. Uh, I don't know if I can come up with five, but I like code names. Code names One. is good. You can repeat if need be. Um, I do like Betrayal of House on the Hill. Yeah. That's good. Um, nom, 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 nom. Hmm. 
She just ate Luke. <laughs> Yummy. Um, back when it was like not played too many times and it was good, Cards Against Humanity had its heyday, you know? Um, <laughs> that left a bad taste in Paul's mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've fallen uh, out of love with Cards Against Humanity. I don't want to stand with Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> we have a couple You can only have fucking one night stands with Cards Against Humanity. You can't apart. have a committed relationship with Cards Against Humanity. And if you do, you're a very boring type of person. <laughs> this one, I don't know the name of. So maybe you could help me out, Drew. But It's also Cards Against Humanity. Maybe. Um, <laughs> no, so it's like, I played it once with one of my improv teams, and we <clears throat> all got these booklets with like a little whiteboard inside and like a hexagonal um, playing think, field. I and think you just went to school. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do after oh, school? More no. school. Um, but I think the whole gimmick was our ship crash landed in outer space and someone's an alien on the board, but then the rest of us have like roles on the ship to Just play. Game. <laughs> no, I'm like, I feel like that you sounds very sound? familiar, yeah. but I can't think of the name, even though it kind of sounds like Among Us, but no. it, it's, uh, I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. Also, I definitely can't do that Can as a, that a new sensor sound because, right. like, he said it at the same time as Leslie was talking. Man. That's not how audio works. Whoa. I have lamented, I have railed Drew for not knowing what anything is when he made that same mistake. So I have to say, you don't know what anything is, Luke. You don't know what anything is. You don't know what anything is. I said it twice. Do you know again. what this is? No. No. Probably not. Do you know what this is? Uh-uh. I don't know what that is. Do you know what this is? I don't, I don't know what that is. All right, I'll put it away then. I, I don't know what. Zip. I don't know what. What it? I don't know any. We're of this. all looking at Luke right now. I don't know any of this. Hand, hand him the question. Can someone tell me what it is? I don't know what this is. It's a question. Read well, it. Do you know how to read? I don't know what that is. <laughs> read it. What was your favorite gift you got? Hold on. Yeah, keep reading it. Oh, interesting. The name is on the back. Okay, what was your favorite gift you got or gave this holidays? Also, slavery, yay or nay? <laughs> That's two questions. From Olivia, Princess Blevins. Love. Race-based slavery is not cool, but... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. But... Yeah. Video game based. I'm just saying, like, because of prison labor, a cheeseburger costs a dollar. <laughs> and that's mighty convenient that's for us. pretty sweet. Yeah. Do you know how much your McNugs that you get every day, Drew? Nugs are I just had McNugs. Nugs are like $14 for the combo. Do you know how much they more they'd be if prison labor wasn't a thing? Like $20? $20 more. Twenty dollars more. Twenty dollars more. It's a real expensive world out That's there. That's like a whole chicken. Yeah. What Aren't the... you glad that people went to 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 jail for marijuana possession? Then marijuana possession was deemed legal, and oh now people are still still staying in there, still yeah. staying in there. my nugs. Making your nugs. <laughs> so wrong kind of nugs, and not the nugs that they want. What's the nugs that, that they want? No, that's the nugs that you dip your underwear weed. in. Oh. Yeah, you, Duh. Nugs, nugs and weed. Man, I'm not, I'm not proficient in weed. I'm not well-versed in weed. I'm not fluent in weed. I was thinking, like, why is he talking about gold nuggets? <laughs> Milk nugs. Are they prospectors? <laughs> Milk nugs. Uh, Milk anyway. Nugs. Uh, what was the best gift you gave slash got? Gave and or got. I got a lot of really good... Uh, well, actually, no. I got a PS4 this uh, this holiday season. Wow. And that was very nice because I'm not good at relaxing. That was very kind of you, Drew. You're welcome. 
And it's a uh, you. Thanks. It's, it's what happens when you sleep with me. You get nice things. Yeah, dude. I slept I'll... with you seven times, and I got a Sorry. fucking expired coupon. Let me. Are let you me... putting out though? No. You, you, I'll take. He forced his way in. I'll take. This the... is getting weird. The... I take. Uh, the... Drew, Drew, Drew buys like me that. nice things because I take the whole dick. <laughs> <laughs> you forced I, half of it in. I can go so deep. But then he took the other. I'm a dick. No, no, no. With me, Back you forced walls. half of it in. The, the him with it was a full I consensual. Honestly, I don't dick. know what he was going for and how you were intersecting with it. I never know how I'm going to intersect with anything. That's improv, bitch. I don't pre-plan yeah, that's this. Intersectionality. It all like comes together. <laughs> improv is just intersectionality. It's just a whole bunch of different disciplines. Never it is intersecting. <laughs> I don't. You're saying it ironically. I don't disagree though. Yeah. No, that's I mean, that's, that's, that's it the is way a I lot of discipline. Everything intersects with everything else. I mean, it does. Complexes. Improv has a lot to do with psychology. Has a lot to do with like general arts. Has a lot to do with like. Pooping in the bed. Collaboration. Pooping <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you said pooping in a bag? Daryl. Daryl. The art and science of pooping in the bag. <laughs> What's up? Is it in the bed or in Poop a bag? I, I heard bed. I, yeah. I heard bed, but then you said bag. I'm like, both is good. <laughs> It's its own discipline. We are in itself, science. Critical history of pooping in the bed. Our ancestors pooped in the bed. Their ancestors pooped in the bed. For time immemorial, before Homo erectus, we pooped in the bed. Yeah, we did. Older you know, than beds, we pooped in beds. So, sometimes I shock myself. With, <laughs> with how much of a genius I, Daryl Dean, am. Yeah. You shock all of us, Daryl. <laughs> anyway, speaking of pooping in the bed, I, I got a PS4 for Christmas <laughs> and I'm really happy about it. Uh, I got an answer for the best one I gave. What's that? Uh, on a whim, uh, I was trying to figure out something that uh, my sister and uh, my, I guess, brother-in-law, stepbrother, how does that work? Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Her partner? Her partner. Yeah. Uh, my sister and her partner. And like I was, I was at the store, and I was like, "Hmm, I could either get like a bowl or one of those as seen on TV, like wooden instruments for cooking type of thing." And I was like, "I don't fucking know what they want. Let me just like f at random, uh, the as seen on TV thing. Let's go like more esoteric with it, because like bowls are more traditional. These were like some like real obscure like scrapers and like um uh, like things that you'd use in cooking niche in a more yeah niche. Thank you, and." Uh, Apparently, um, they got COVID this season, so I just sort of, like, sent it along. So I didn't get to see their fucking faces when they opened it. But according to my sister, uh, when he opened uh, theirs, he was like, Oh my god, it's perfect! <laughs> and I felt good about that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Wow. So, like, it had nothing to do with skill or actually knowing them, but, like, I got the right thing, and that's always a good feeling. You stumbled across it. Basically. Yeah. I care way more about, like, get it, getting the right thing for someone else than uh, getting the right thing myself, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Especially since, like... Apparently uh, didn't put a lot of thought into it, but... I mean, my, my my parents have made it abundantly clear that, like, they uh, they don't know too much about, like, my interests and things like that. <laughs> my dad got me, like, a trivia bathroom reader because, like, Paul, <laughs> Paul really likes obscure fun facts. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something you pointed out. But, like, a lot of them are wrong. Oh no! <laughs> uh, for example, there's like this thing where uh, this whole thing dedicated to makeup, and one of them is like, "No, there. Uh, what's interesting is that the most booming uh, makeup industry in uh, in uh, Japan is called Oshiro." And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting because Oshiro means backwards in karate. Uh, what's up with that?" So I looked up Oshiro. Turns out, 
Oshiro just means Oshiro style. It's some dude's name or a castle's name or something like that. It doesn't actually mean the word backwards in Japanese. And I was like, that's very interesting. But hang on. I googled the word Oshiro and nothing related to makeup came up. If it's the most booming thing in Japan... <laughs> you think? So I, I, I looked up Oshiro makeup and Google went, Did you mean Oshiro wa makeup? They spelled it wrong in their trivia book twice. Uh, yeah, but you still learned something. So it was a good gift. No, uh, I had to learn on my own merits. And also, the, one of the first facts in the book, like maybe even the first fact, but first of all, it was about Hitler. That's a little bit weird. Uh, the first one? Yeah, the first one. And it was also like... How cool he is. Uh, <laughs> you opened the book, yeah. <laughs> Hitler was a cool dude. I think the first... Oh, boy. I think the first section was on eccentric dictators, and that's why. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the first fact was like, uh, towards the uh, back end of his life, uh, Hitler only ever drank clear broth and ate mashed potatoes. Yeah. To this day, historians have zero... Zero clue why he did this. And it's like, we on this podcast know why not. Because on our own trivia episode, why we not? learned... Why not? Be because teeth. we learned that, yeah, we learned that Hitler had like... He, well, no, he, no, teeth. Oh, he also had massive stomach yeah, because problems of that. too. Yeah. He had the stomach problems because of the teeth thing. I thought he had like some sort of disease or something. Well, clearly like this is less well known yeah. than I thought. But yeah. yeah, towards the back of his life, Hitler had like two teeth remaining in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. So... He drank clear broth and ate mashed potatoes because that was all he could eat. <laughs> and like this book going, to this day, historians are baffled. And it's like, no, they're fucking not. I would have yeah. two teeth. You would have two teeth. Of course I'd be eating fucking broth and mashed Poof. potatoes with two teeth. Poof He's also like, teeth. It, it, the, the teeth. digestive thing might be like, teeth. one of the things that's noted by teeth. historians is that he had a big farting problem. <laughs> yeah. But near the end of his life, and he like he was embarrassed by it. And he had like a... Can I go on the record? Yeah. Hitler, a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> not just farting. Not just like, farting, not just teeth, not just like not listening to people, particularly <laughs> juice. <laughs> he needed to go to a doctor. Well, he had a doctor that fed him drugs that didn't work and made things worse. Oh, so yeah, yeah he, had a, he had a cocaine addictive. problem, that's too. Yeah. Yeah, that's based. That's yeah. Ba that's pilled. <laughs> oh, that's now I'm Hitler pilled. <laughs> oh, no. New sensor sound. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, that shouldn't have been clean. <laughs> Nobody else was talking. I don't know how anything time. works. Uh, what uh, the fuck was the question? Uh, anybody else has a gift they want to right. share? <laughs> Move on to the next question. I got an air fryer for Christmas. Hey, how's it it's going? It's so good. I've only made like frozen shit and I, I haven't. <laughs> really? You, you, you're extracting <laughs> the value. Yeah. Hold on. You've only made frozen shit? You're using it very backwards. I know. It's flash freezer, air fryer. It's all that's got everything. That'd be wow. so cool to have a flash freezer. That, just, like, especially as an air fryer, you just turn it to one end of the dial, it's frozen the other. I would just put the is same, like, yeah, I put the same nugget in it and just go wee, 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 all the way home. Yeah. <laughs> but, but don't eat it afterwards, right? That's the last thing you'd want to do. If you ate the nugget afterwards, yeah, because it would be like dehydrated, be dehydrated so right? Yeah. I don't know what's coming out of my mouth at any so moment. Stupid. I'm sorry. It was stupid. All right, let's move on to the next question. Do you have a gift you want to share? Oh, uh, this Christmas I got uh, jumper cables. We usually, in my family, we like to give things that are like practical things that we'll use. You hate love. and. And I actually <laughs> did. Fun. I actually did use them like two weeks later. Wow! It was like it came well, that, super handy. That's a bad thing, ain't it? You had to restart your car, dude. I would not only had to restart my car, but I had to uh, get help from a stranger. Ew! Good thing your family hates love and fun. <laughs> yeah. Did you Did you give them a little kiss for their trouble? 
Uh, no, I, but uh, I will mention him on the podcast. Thank you, Simon. Hey, Simon. Simon. Simon, you're a good Samaritan. Simon. How you doing, Simon? Right. You tell him to listen to this podcast? Maybe he already does, and he's like, oh my god, that's the creep I helped? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anybody listening to this podcast probably thinks we're creeps. Why? I don't know. Give it, give at least five reasons. Go. And, like, per person. <laughs> yeah, per person. Like, because some five people have stronger each. cases. Don't yeah. point at me when you say that. <laughs> you said your dick smells like cat poo. As a joke. Creep. <laughs> Okay, question. Did you say it as a joke, or did you make it so as a joke? Like, well, no. all the guys are gonna be f- laughing about this. My pants smelled like cat poo. <laughs> Therefore, what an elaborate my dick prank. probably smelled like cat poo. Why'd your pants smell like cat poo? Because it was dude? hanging over the kitty litter. Why'd uh, you hang your pants over the kitty litter? Because I didn't know where to put the kitty litter. So you put it under where you hang your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, you dingbat. <laughs> yes, I did. You absolute dingbat. That's gross. Can I say for the record? You don't mind me saying? That's gross. <laughs> Can I say for the record? Yeah. I got a wok for Christmas, and that was Ooh. my gift. Ooh. Have you been using it a lot? fried rice. Have you been using your walk? Have you been using your walk around the clock? Uh, uh, yes, I have. Not around the clock, though. Usually only, like, once, uh... Twice a week. What do you make in your walk? I've made fried rice, and which is why I why I got it because I like making fried rice. We remember from walk. from the, a few episodes ago you yeah. bragging about using that rice, yeah, yeah. making that but, rice. But the thing is, is now I've also made yeah. stir fry, and mm. I've not made stir fry in it yet. And that shit was tasty. Yeah, that is impressive that you got a walk, sauce. and your first thing that you made wasn't stir fry. We, I mean, it's it's kind of like it's the like go-to the first thing. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah, um, but. I got it because of the fried rice thing, so I had to make fried rice. But um, yeah, like just getting some like some like raw chicken, throwing it in there. Oh, yeah, that's 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 entirely fair. Is the fried like I I heard somewhere that like it, the heat has to be really hot for the fried rice to taste fried authentic. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna claim that mine's authentic because um, I've just like you know gone on YouTube and been like, oh, what, how do I make fried rice? And then yeah. sort of modified it slightly from there. But, um, yeah, like, there's a certain, like... Did you leave incriminating comments? Crispiness? I've only ever commented on, like, two YouTube videos in my life. Go on. That I wasn't I wanna planning listen. on in, in explaining. Not, you were too late, dude. I think one of them was... I remember one of them, and it was Die Scum. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, 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 but that was when I was younger and, and more edgy. Yeah. Um, no, the, like, I think in the last... And the like, other one was Die Scum. He was commenting on a German YouTube video. Die Scum. Die Scum. I think in the last, like, eight years, I've left one YouTube comment, and it was, like, a month ago. <laughs> what'd you say? Yeah, what'd you say? It was on, um... Uh, you have to say it. I, I could, like, name drop the channel, I guess. It's, it's, uh... It, it was a, it was an old-school RuneScape YouTuber. Yeah! Oh, yeah! And, uh, Why have we not so played wrong. RuneScape together, Drew? We talked about this, and you're like, I play RuneScape... The, like normal one, RuneScape three, and I was like, "Oh, I'm playing old school RuneScape." I can play Ru- old school RuneScape with you. I'll play it for you. I want to play things You'll with do you. It for me, yes, Aww. dumbass. I just got my fire cape. I was so proud of myself. Anyway, nice. that's a whole. Other you you will have to carry me. I am very much newbie. I will be very much newbie. Oh, it took me a few tries. Newbie, yeah. <laughs> totally newbie. But will you play RuneScape with yeah, me? Yeah, sure. I'll play RuneScape with you. We have it on the record. Uh, Drew will play RuneScape. Play play some air horns. Thank you. Um, but anyway, it was a very chaotic video. It was like... More it was like air a, horns. 
It was a guide video. Airborne. And then, like, it oh, sort of devolved horn. into, like, weird. Every time thereafter that Drew says, like, play an air horn. <laughs> it dissolved into a weird, um, how do you, how would you even describe it? Como se dice. Uh... Yeah, como se dice. Yeah, that's what it was. No, no, but como se dice means it, how, how do you just say? say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it had like weird, like subtle jokes. That You're you'd have so to, like, uncultured. <laughs> you'd have to understand the game, to, so I can't really explain it. Like, I don't know, using, uh... <laughs> As an example, using Snapdragon seeds for your birdhouse runs for all you nerds out there that understand what the hell that means. I prefer barley. I prefer yeah. barley. Uh, I use uh, wild blood, I think. But wild blood? That's it. Mm. Why do you use wild blood seeds? Because they're like two gold pieces each, you know, super cheap. Yeah, but they're not, they don't have the best returns. Yeah, barley is way they, better returns. They get them birds, you know? I care about They the get birds. them birds. I care about killing birds more than I do about the returns. What? That's why there were no birds. <laughs> but anyway, I... The miasma in the air, I released it. I commented that I liked the video, basically. It was in his farts. And, uh, yeah, the first time I've done that in eight years. Uh, anyway, you commented you that you liked the video? Farts. Well, I can't remember word for word what I said, but I was like, like, this video was such a mess, I loved it. That kind of thing. I see. Um, if I release any OG, old-school old uh, RuneScape content, would you comment on it? Like... I'll give you a kiss. If it was good. <laughs> All right. I better make it good then. Because I don't know. I have a hard time. This is sort of a tangent. I was talking to my girlfriend about this. Ugh. And maybe y'all can relate. I have a hard time following like content creators um, that don't, that aren't doing the thing that I'm interested in at the moment. Well, duh. Like I follow the game more than the content creator. More than the that, player. Yeah, more than the player. In that some people will stick you to like the, the player. You like the game, not the player. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hit the game, not the, yeah. Um, whereas some people, I have, my mind has to catch up with the things you say. Don't judge me. That's fair. So does mine. Um, so like some people like I don't care what game you play like I'll stay with it and that's like the correct choice. Okay, can we stop with the air horns now? It's gone. It's there's been like forty seven. <laughs> what do y'all think about that? If you like, like watch somebody's work. I don't know if it's like uh, a, a director's work or like a. Um, I'm gonna answer for this. Uh, a, a YouTuber, like a streamer, or whatever. Do you only watch like for Luke? Like if you're following a director, will you watch? Every movie the that they ever made, like, all right, the, Luke. Only if the content of the movie like interests you. Like that's the question that I'm asking. There's a line of credit. If they start making bullshit, I don't want to see them again. It'll trail off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if they're doing well, then I'm like, I want to see the next thing. But if they continually start to make things that disappoint me, I'm less interested. Makes sense. I and when it comes to directors, I don't really care about the cult of directors. I've only ever watched the filmographies of two directors. Uh, one because people wouldn't shut up about how good he was, and so I decided to watch all of his movies. Turns out most of them stank. Stanley Kubrick. Uh, the other one, uh, Harold Ramis, because he's got a very varied lineup of movies, and also he recently died at the time. So I was like, what did Harold Ramis even do? And it turns out he did a lot of movies. He did Year One. Yeah, that was like his last movie. Oh, I forgot about one, that of his movie. Last movies, one of yeah. his last movies, yeah. Maybe his last movie. Um, when it comes to YouTube content uh, creators, I'd say that I am I find them based on the subject matter, and then I only stay, even if I like their subject matter, I will only stay if I like the personality of the person behind it. So there are YouTubers right. that cover my favorite things in the world, <clears throat> boringly. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. 
however, there are YouTubers uh, that cover things that I am not interested in uh, as a rule, like Philosophy Tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will watch her videos because she finds a way to make those things interesting. I think like there are certain YouTubers that are masters at this. If I say Vsauce, everyone Michael knows. Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone knows Vsauce. What no is one... a mirror? Yeah, no one no one goes onto YouTube just going like I expect like the content of Vsauce to be something I'm already interested in. Right. No one cares about that because the way it's presented it's like is niche, way better. Niche science yeah. things, yeah. And and I fully embrace that sort of YouTube ad- attitude of like the presenter is the thing that I'm interested in. Philosophy Tube's great at that. Yeah, yeah. Like she's just like an incredible like uh, communicator. Yeah. And entertainer. And there are certain YouTubers that I thought I wouldn't like that I like based on the way, like, based on the way they made things that I don't care about interesting. I don't give a shit about NASCAR, but I watched Emp Lemon's, um, uh, video, um, fuck, what's, what's it called? It's not And Here's Why. Oh, it was called, uh, Never Ever. There's a series called Never Ever, and it's basically explaining how one aspect of one thing is unique. For example, there will never ever be a, uh, a Smash Melee esports player like Hungrybox. Mm. And that was the first video of Emp Lemons that I went into. Yeah, and genuinely, Hungrybox is a unique case, uh, in his, like, field. Uh, whereas, um, like, you know, other ones are, like, more... Hungrybox is the Jigglypuff player, right? Yeah, he's the Puff main. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he did one on Dale Earnhardt. And there will never ever be a NASCAR uh, player like uh, Dale Earnhardt. But the way they, the way he presents the information, you were like, I don't care who he's talking about. Well, he told a story with it, and yeah. you really, as a video essayist, I've come to respect this. You need to tell a story. You can't just do a, a standard essay, informative style. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he did. He did one of that, and then he did one on Talladega, which is another uh, track in NASCAR in Alabama or something like that. And uh, clearly I paid so much attention to it. Uh, (laughs) But, like, it was, like, two and a half hours long. I paid attention to it more than most movies I've watched. Wow. Do you know uh, John McPhee? Okay. No one say a damn thing. (laughs) You can. Is he on Fleetwood Mac? No. That's Christine McPhee. And uh, she died last year. Uh, I'm thinking uh, John... Yeah, John McPhee. No, it's... John Jacob... Jingleheimer Schmidt. He was part in like the 60s, there was like a creative nonfiction thing. So, like, Truman Capote, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Roy Orbison? No, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, uh, fucking. Oh, uh, Roy Orbison. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Um, what's it? Drug, drug guy. Uh, Tom Wolfe and uh, Hunter S. Thompson is what I'm saying. Dick but, Wolf. like all the people in the in that kind of generation were like, oh, the way to make creative nonfiction is like gonzo journalism. So like Tom Wolf like spent like a month with like a peeping Tom or like Hunter S. Thompson did like all that. Like, Dick Wolf spent a week with a, a peeping Dick. <laughs> or like uh, Hunter S. Thompson did all those like drug trips and stuff like that. John McVie, like his creative nonfiction is like a book, like a, a doorstopper book about like fish migration that you're absolutely enthralled about. Mm. And it made me That's think of that where it's like, he made this sound so interesting, like the ecological like succession of this like one neighborhood. I bet something. I bet that's why a lot of people like Werner Herzog too. Yeah, because I got recommended uh, Grizzly Man. Grizzly Man's pretty because uh, apparently that's his best documentary ever. Um, and he made a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I watched it, and I really like that point near the end where it was just sort of like uh, and like Timothy there was Treadwell. No, he, yeah, yeah, he basically just went. He sees something in these animals. All I see is the cold indifference of nature. And like, aside from like Werner Herzog's in uh, his style, 
it's super interesting to think of it like that. Like, to think of, like, this guy who believes in bears, like, being, like, more than what you see, despite Werner Herzog positing the documentary as bears are not more than they seem. They're just a part of nature, and they will eat you no matter what. Yeah, he's he's a guy who's, like, his voice, he puts his voice, like, kind of controversially in the documentary field, he definitely puts his voice into it. He also, like... Personality, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he, put, he puts his voice into the story. He also, like... In, there's certain times where he is like, he's not, um, he does not see documentary as an educational tool. He sees it as like, just a different way of telling a story, including like, lying, uh, like, and like, leaving things out because he's like he's looking for an interesting story. Like he doesn't yeah, yeah. want to leave like, narratives to non or to fiction. No, because he does not see documentary as like a medium for truth. Like he's like, no, I don't care about that. This he is lies like, oh, yeah. in his documentaries. Because like, yeah, because he uh, yeah, no, welcome no, to the real world, Daryl. <laughs> it's yeah. not a documentary Cause, anymore. Because he's like he's a he's a fiction filmmaker and a nonfiction filmmaker, um, and he's just like no, they're, they're like the same thing. Right wing yeah. pundits make documentaries all the time, though, Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just somebody else's truth. <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. That's a good refutation. Anyway, What's Grizzly Man's pretty cool. Grizzly Man's pretty cool. What's the next question? Oh, um... Wait, did you read the last one? No, I asked okay. my own question. All right. Because I'm selfish. Yeah, please. Uh, did you grow up eating yes. dead oh. frogs? No. No? What is your real name? I've never eaten live frogs. <laughs> what the hell's this question? <laughs> is there an underwater, uh... Basket weaving convention. I sure hope so. That Are these related fun. to the improv games we did or I something? I don't think so. They don't know this is like something my dad would do. Well, is there a name on the back? There's no name on it. This feels mean. Dad didn't come to our show. Like, yeah, I know. It you? sounds like something he would do. Did anybody right. eat anything weird growing up? Like, I ate that, that's, a that's couple times. Such, that's so generous. I'm extrapolating from it. so generous. <laughs> because this is not enough to have a conversation. Well, no, hold on. Did you grow up eating dead frogs? No. 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 Did I grow up eating dead frogs? No. We can ne- go to the next one. Okay. What is your real name? Wait, what was the thing you said about crickets? Did anybody eat anything weird growing up? That is so generous. That is so generous. That is so generous. That is so generous. You are a generous man. I ate pussy once. As a kid? It was awesome. Oh, oh, yeah, that's unrelated. That's Drew, unrelated. Drew, you and your fucking pedophilia tendencies can leave this conversation. Did weird growing up? We're always growing up. How about you start oh, growing up, boo. Drew? Boo. You're not even fully formed until you're 24. I can guarantee you I ate pussy at least once before that. Possibly... A lot of times. <laughs> I definitely did. Yeah. yeah, and you described it to me in detail. I remember that. Okay, okay, relax. It was my first time eating pussy. <laughs> Look at the twinkle in his eye. It was eye. a special day. Man, my first time eating pussy, I was, I was not good, probably. I was great. I would imagine. You were great? It was great. I studied. <laughs> okay, to be fair, my first time... Is this American Pie? You have is the this, book and everything? Is this more admitting to crimes? Because, like, whatever. There's Romeo and Juliet lost in Canada. Uh, my first time eating pussy was, like, when I was, like, 14. So, I mean... So like, you were a kid. Don't judge me. Why am I judging you? You said, like, were you a child or something like that. You were gross about it. You were 14! That's not a child. That's, that's a teenager. Gross, though. For two consenting people in high school <laughs> yeah. to like engage in something that no, we already know fine. people in high school do, you're telling me that's gross? It's not. Well, I it's, was in a six month relationship with someone in like oh, grade fucking like eleven. Months. Were you expecting me not to eat their puss? No, but you're you 14 in grade eleven. No, that, this was like another instance. Oh, 
I was not in a relationship with the first person I whose puss I ate, but I figure saying that to Drew, he'd like stomp on that. You know what I mean? I get more agitated. People people in high school eat pussy all the time. Yeah, they're just not supposed to. Like by Daryl, did you eat lots of pussy in high school? No. None? I didn't. Yeah, it's like Sounds like some. Yeah, sounds like someone wasn't generous. I, I, I ate some, but just not a lot. I had one. Wait, sorry. You ate pussy <laughs> once in high school. Once. Once in high school. Then who are you to judge? <laughs> I'm not judging. Then who are you to judge? I, I'm not judging. All right, what are I, you I doing? Just, I just don't want to be labeled as a prude. Okay, I had. I had. How sex. that? Wait, how are you? How are you like? Wait, let's stop talking yeah. about this. Uh, let's stop talking about having sex, lest we be labeled as prude. Yeah, the one cowering away on the edge of the couch with That's their head gonna, in their chest. You are like, a prude right now. I'm labeling you right now. If I had, like, a label maker, I'd put prude across your forehead. Well, I loved pussy back then, and I love it now. <laughs> yeah. All right? I used that to love sounds pussy. like I a guy do. who has a lot of sex. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sex maniac. I still do, but I used to, too. I still do, but I used to, too. What is that from again? Uh, how so Mitch Hedberg, name. Mitch Hedberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, he is good, um, he's a good man. Any more of the questions on this one? I ate something weird as a kid. What was that? Uh, <laughs> no. Ass? <laughs> yeah, it said weird, by uh, the way. Okay, there's nothing weird about My first time sexually. eating ass was also, like, before I was 18. Oh, Jesus. I was an adventurous <laughs> person. Never you, like, you were never eating ass yet? I have never eaten ass. You're missing out. You have to. You have to prepare well. I, no, I, nobody I, spick and span back there like I, like days beforehand. Like, but you know, it doesn't have to. I ate a titty well. too. You ate a titty. You ate a titty. Yeah. E- elaborate. What's wrong with you? We're not labeling oh, sorry, you. Sorry, you can eat pussy. That's fine. But eating a titty, that's like wow. Yeah, that's that's the weird. That's because that's there's a colloquialism involved in eating pussy. We know what you actually meant. Like eating a titty sounds like you just like lobbed it off. Yeah, and yeah it sounds like it sounds like that with pussy. It sounds exactly like that with pussy. It doesn't sound like that with pussy. You, yeah, no. it sounds like you, you sliced off. You're no, old. no, no, it's there. You're and old you have to come lips. to the dining and table to eat. That, I felt that viscerally in my own crotch, and I need you to stop with that, Drew. Sorry, Daryl. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so used to yelling at you. You should stop too, though. Get yeah. Involved in this. Was that because of the lips thing? Yes! Okay. Yes, it was because of the lips thing. What's the what's the last part of the question? Underwater adventures or something like Underwater that? Underwater basket weaving, and we've moved on though. Wait, why are we going? Are we going the other way now? Oh, did you read the last one? Yeah. All right, go. If there are seven jelly beans to split between six kids, how many do you eat? I eat one because then the other six can be dispersed between the six kids. Yeah, yeah that seems kid, yeah. that seems right. Yeah. That's, Next question. It's not a trick question. I mean, yeah, right. It's just a very simple one. <laughs> well, unless to... you're selfish. I'm going to eat four, and then I'm going to leave three there and tell them not to eat it and see how long it takes for them to actually buckle and eat the damn jelly beans. What's their motive to not eat it? It's not like Why they get four more specifically? Actually, yeah, yeah. I, what I'm going to do, I don't really like jelly beans all that much. Yeah. So I'm going to give every kid a jelly bean, keep the other one, and say the last person to eat their jelly bean gets this one. Like you guys are doing some like psychological shit. Yeah, you yeah, can also just person. give them jelly. Yeah, I've, evidently, yeah. It's like Milgram don't don't put this upon kids. Don't put subject kids to your psychological experiments. We already had there Piaget. A... We don't need to learn anything more about kids. Piaget. Vygotsky, go home. Actually, that's not true. I like Vygotsky way more than Piaget. Vygotsky for life. I'm a Vy guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Okay, no, no word of a lie. My uh, my professor for uh, video games in the classroom or video games in education, uh, we bonded over both being Vi guys. She was like, I, and uh, we're going to learn about Piaget and Vygotsky, but truth be told, uh, I don't really trust uh, uh, Piaget's theories in the face of Vygotsky. And I was like, yo, I'm a Vi guy too. And she was like, all right, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> She's very sweet. All right, so this next question has a follow-up question. Um, so, the first question is, is iron really the fifth element? And then the follow-up is, and no. does Bruce Willis smelt it? Iron is not the fifth element. Wait, is... is sm- oh, like, smelt. Like, oh, is like, the fifth element is a movie it's that a mi- Bruce movie, Willis yeah. is in. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, it yet. The fifth who's, element is supposed to be love. Who's, who's seen it? Well, spoilers. Well, it's not a good one. <laughs> That's fair. All right, next question. Yeah, I fifth guess. element's boron. What? Yeah. You moron. Boron. Boron, you moron. <laughs> that question was a little bit boron. Anyway, um, how do you navigate brain farts? That's an interesting question. During oh, improv or in general? <laughs> uh, let's go both. Okay. In improv, how do you navigate? Truth be told, I don't really get brain farts because I don't really think that way in improv. Like. Everything is already in the moment. I can think about where things can go, mm. but if I lose it, I don't ever think of it as a loss. Like in that David Lynch, like, if you forget an idea, you're going to want to commit suicide. Have you ever seen those clips? <laughs> oh, no. It's great. Someone made a compilation of all the times that uh, David Lynch talks about how if you forget a huge idea you have, you want to commit suicide. And it's genuinely like an 18-minute video. Wow. Because he talks like, about it that much? Well, yeah. And it, it, it's arranged in order of severity. So like by the end, he's like, I have committed or I have wanted to commit suicide because I've forgotten three ideas in my life. And I'm like, cool, David Lynch. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I don't really see it in, like, that sort of, like, the scene must go this way. way. So if I get a brain fart, I'm just sort of like, huh? oh, uh, this scene, someone offered this thing. And almost, like, because we keep offering things in scenes, I constantly have brain farts. Because, like, the th- way I thought it was going to go, someone introduced a new thing, and I'm like, okay, we're doing this now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, usually if somebody introduces an idea, if you don't have anything immediately to, like, the yes and to and it... You can at the very least say yes and then let them explore the idea and then jump on when you're ready. Yeah. I've um, definitely forgotten things that people have introduced in the scene. Oh, names? Like oh. that's like that's something where I feel bad about, but I also move on quickly. I'm actually kind of decent with that. I don't know why. Uh, with, when it comes to lore and scenes, like if together. something gets introduced, I think it's fair to say that like Daryl and myself are the people that reintroduce elements a lot in scenes. True, actually, a lot, a lot as well. I like callbacks, but I'm not very good at, like, remembering some fine yeah. details. I'd, I'd say if it was put to, for some strange reason, a competition, huh. Drew and I would, uh, sorry, Daryl and I would be, wow, Jesus, uh, Daryl and I would be, vi- uh, like, fighting for first place in terms of, like, constantly using the lore and re-implementing it well. Yeah, I'm very good at remembering ideas and mm-hmm. special things that, like, made me laugh, but, like, names or, like, or things that I bring up in a scene. Oh, man, it's, like... It's really? Out, it's out of well, my you brain. Fooled, you fooled I me. You do a pretty... You did it pretty well at the last show. Well, it depends, right? Like, again, if it's, like, a memorable thing. Or, or like, I go... I take my cues from the audience. If the audience laughs at something, I'm like, all right, that's going back. Okay, that's where we differ. Uh, to me, the audience is invisible. I don't listen to whether really? they laugh or not. I listen to the audience. I do not. No, I, I for for the they life give of me, me, energy. I know when they, they laugh at things me. that other people do, like uh, Luke's scene with the the milk and stuff like that. But when it comes to me, I have no idea. And also, it's more tranquil that way because, like, I'm as at peace with, like, say, 
I imagine the library scene, which was relatively serious, uh, that uh, us three did, uh, didn't get a lot of laughs, I imagine. But I wasn't really paying attention to that. And I imagine, like, me being the top hat in that Monopoly scene uh, got more laughs. But I don't even know that. I have to guess afterwards. Really? Yes. Because I'm so very in the scene. And maybe that's why I'm better than you at <laughs> remembering the names. you're so immersed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immersion, bitch. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. What if they, they used to call it the third eye, where you're like... Watching yourself in third person, so you're taking in all the information around you sure. and being mm-hmm. in the scene. Sure, bitch. But, like, one, it's really hard to do, so obviously I'm not, like, an expert at it. Yeah, bitch. But it's the kind of skill that Stop. I want. <laughs> like, I feel like the skill cap to that is very high. And you know all about caps, Mr. Hat. I yeah, bitch. Caps. Yeah. No cap. No cap. No cap. Bitch. Uh, what was the question again? How do you navigate brain farts? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm really bad with brain farts, like, especially we outside of improv. Well, like, sometimes you'll ask me a hypothetical, and I'll, I mean, y'all have called me out before. I'll stall trying to, like, get my footing to figure it out. Yeah. So I deal with it pretty badly by stalling. If your so, dick was a cat, would you cut it off and allow it to live its own life, or would you, like, keep it on, hoping that it would transform back into your dick someday? So the thing with that, the first... <laughs> The first answer is if it, if it got turned into a cat, I feel like more people would want to touch it, and that just works out better for me. So I would leave it on. Well, it's just a cat now. It's not. It doesn't have the sensitivity. Of oh, it doesn't dick. give me any pleasure to get pet. It's no. attached to me though. Yeah, like, but I would. It's feel a cat it if it got now. Pet. It's a cat now. Of course, it would. If it transformed into a third leg, it would operate as a leg. It's not like that leg magically comes. But uh, the, but it's a part of Drew. So it's not really a cat. It's like a like fuzz, if, it's like if, a really fuzzy dick. If a full fledged penis shot out of your shoulder one day, that wouldn't just oh, it would just be like a shoulder. If it's a full fledged penis with all of the right. nerve endings, it would still feel like that. So by extension, if your penis sense. transformed into something else, it would lose the nerve endings of penis. Yeah, but in that case, I'm losing my penis either way. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you keep it on knowing that, like, someday maybe it'll transform back in your dick because this was already kind of, it's fair to right. say, unexpected to begin with? Oh, I would hope so. Yeah. I hope uh, I didn't plan for it. Or would you cut it off going, like, this kitty deserves its own life? Well, thinking selfishly, like, if I cut it off, I get to live my normal life minus sex. Where is it attached? Not necessarily minus sex, minus dick. Minus Where's, dick. Where is it attached, like, from the cat? Tail. Huh? That's a good point. Tail was the penis. Is it no, no, so it's I th- like I think really dangling there. I imagined tail. like the hind leg area was like fused a centaur into, so you just had. It, it looks like he's fucking the cat. Like it just fused to be the back. That's, that's why. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> do we have? Do we? Have, is it like? Do we? Man, that would suck if like this. if that would suck if you couldn't feel the difference. So one night you were just gonna, about to have sex with your girlfriend and you took off your pants and she's like, "Hey, uh, want to explain that?" And you're like, "What? Is it bigger than? Oh my god! <laughs> I swear I'm shaved. No." Uh, <laughs> when I don't shave, my dick looks like a cat. My dick smells like cat poo. You have a lot of explaining to do. Um, do we share a digestive tract? Like, is it pooping on me, or no? Do I have to feed it? No. Okay. But it doesn't come out of its mouth. No, no, no. Okay. I understand that. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah. I'm thinking like I you can't think get all the benefits of it. I would. I would keep it for a while and then decide how bad it was. Like how. Like that's reasonable. I, I need to know how much it disrupts my life. Okay. I'm what good for that. In the question, what was that again? How, How do you navigate brain farts? Brain we spent a good farts. amount of time oh, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you give me another one? <laughs> sure, buddy. This one's blank. Blank. What? blank. You're such a blanker. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Why do you find improv like a chaotic therapist? 
Uh, I feel that. That's no, kind of presumptuous. I also, yeah. it's a strange, uh, it's a strange sentence. Why do you find improv like a, a chaotic therapist? Maybe one of us said that during the other show. I, I don't think I've ever no. said that because I don't think that. I don't either. I could, I could see myself, like, saying that and then cleaning up my wording afterwards, where it's like, well, it's not necessarily like that. Like, it says an asterisk beside it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not as deep as a therapist, but you're yeah. still exploring different ideas. You're exploring yourself, but, like, mm-hmm. a therapist's job to explore you is way different than improv's job to explore you. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, further to what you said earlier about, further. like, not listening to the audience or whatever. I don't listen to anybody. So you're, like, fully in the zen mode. As is evident right now. Do you think that that provides more therapeutic qualities where you're able to explore things without having to worry about what other people think or do you think having the pressure of the audience laughter in the moment would affect Uh, your decision making and have you like exploring those details in a different way i have a question but it's going to make you do a biggest jack off motion ever because it's a very hippy dippy answer okay when i start doing a scene this sounds this is going to be bad when i start doing a scene Grab their dicks. I, I feel cringe even saying this, but it's I don't know how else to phrase this. When I start a scene, Paul vanishes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Jack off motion and Sue. But it's genuinely how I feel. When I start a scene, I as a person cease to be, and I am a medium for storytelling. Like, I see it you as something absent of myself insofar as my identity goes. Because the whole point of doing, uh, like, a scene where you're a character is to not be yourself. So I sort of, like, get immersed into this in such a way that I... I think that's another reason why I don't uh, acknowledge the audience. Not necessarily like, oh, I don't care about laughs. No, it's because the audience exists outside the scene. We're doing this for the audience, but the audience is something that exists outside those four walls. The character doesn't see the audience. Exactly, yeah. And right now, I need to be the character and make that scene. Is that why you hated being called the meta one? I think so. I actually... That's a very good reason, yeah. Like, no no joke here. Yeah, Absolutely, like, that's probably why. Because it was so disruptive to what you saw, or what you but, felt, what you experienced. But it's interesting, because I, I don't like being called it, but I am the meta one of at least this <laughs> troupe, where I use, like, the conventions of the scene to most often, like, play with it. Like, like wrenches when, and the cards that you guys did in the last Yeah, yeah, show. exactly. And, like, calling out, like, when something isn't true or the something like that. goes off in the background. Yeah, exactly. Bring in elements from the other scene. Uh, there was one point where, like, I think Daryl... No, it was uh, someone Someone rolled a one and I said, that's impressive considering there were two dice oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's in the Monopoly scene. I'm yeah, sorry for those that don't watch our shows that listen to this podcast. You rolled a two and didn't roll again, so you fucked up the rules of Monopoly as well. Uh, no, Marvin Gardens has special rules in our universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway... No, I, I don't find improv to be like a therapist because I'm not solving any of my personal problems. Yeah. You're improv. That's basically it. The way that at I... Least, at least that's how I approach therapy is oftentimes I come really prepared. I do and a I, show... I, I do a show for me and you guys have to pay $10 for it. Both of those things coexisting is almost like... Ugh. Yeah, and also like I don't go to therapy to just kind of talk to myself and vent. Like I... That's not... That's not improv and it's not therapy. Like I'm, I'm pretty like disciplined in my therapy practice to be like let's get some shit done i want something to do i want things to change Mm -hmm. like i i've been to therapy my whole life and i know what it's like to pay 
$180 to yeah. say stuff and be like, well, what the fuck was that for? Can right. you imagine like, if like a you know what you want out of it now? Can yeah. you imagine if a therapist had the same uh, uh, ideology as like some of those? You know how like some improvisers are like, we're doing this for us, and if the audience doesn't like it, fuck what they say. You know, like they're giving each other <laughs> pep talks. Can you imagine if a therapist was like, I do therapy for me, and if you don't like what's happening, you can go to another therapist. Oh, can there you probably that? is. That's like I've met awesome. improvisers before who are just sort of like, uh, yeah, man, we're just doing a show for ourselves. Fuck what they think. Like we, we even if we don't do anything, who cares? It's just, it's just improv, man. And I'm like, yeah, but like they're paying no, you're money. No, charging for it. people. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. still give a certain level of quality to aim yeah. for. I, I used to be sort of like, oh, who cares? Some people do improv for themselves, and some people do improv for the audience. But I've kind of switched to that. Like now that I'm thinking, like the interwovenness, uh, as you said, the intersectionality of economics <laughs> with it. Like genuinely, if you are asking money from other people. You are giving a service to them. You can't simultaneously go, no, I do improv 100% for me, and you guys have to pay, without being an asshole. Yeah. It's yeah. a time and a place thing, right? Like, if you're doing an improv jam or whatever, or, like, just doing improv with your friends... Yeah. Yeah, nobody needs to, to care, but, you know, I... If it's a pay-what-you-can show... That's fine. I guess you could probably get away with it, but if you have, like, ticketed sales and stuff... Especially if it's like high price tickets, which exist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the, dude, I have not encountered in 2023 a single improv troupe that charges as little as us. They usually charge minimum fifteen dollars. Yeah. I've seen places that charge twenty five dollars for a show. That's definitely worse than ours. Yeah, but we also have some rental benefits as well. We do like for our, sure. Our overhead's lower. Our overhead is lower, and we're also just like we're like smaller, so we're like less corrupt, quite frankly. <laughs> Um, with the with the therapy thing, I oh my god! Speaking of brain farts, somebody else answer. I had it. Um, your therapist, uh, your therapist sucks. Uh, your th- when you go to therapy, you I, do improv. I have I to think fart. I was kind of on I, a similar. I'm gonna page. turn around and fart in your Is face, Drew. You... <laughs> <laughs> um, How do I get rid of brain farts? Fart in my face. <laughs> we're being able to have a medium of like going and acting and not being yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Paul just got up ready to fart um, Drew pointed the finger we all know which one oh, and yeah. uh, told me to sit <laughs> back Drew's iconic finger was raised in the air wagging itself at me for those that don't know Drew's iconic figure okay. is the pointed finger on his left hand go on Leslie um, but I think you were getting at the point of like just that kind of having that medium is therapeutic in itself a little bit, but it's not necessarily, like, proper therapy. Sorry, it's the one on the right hand this time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the idea of, of like, what Luke said, of, like, going into therapy, these are some things I want to work on. Give me some tools to solve them. Uh-huh. I can see how... Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I can see how... <laughs> <laughs> Drew's so sexy. I can see how taking those tools, implementing them in an improv scene, exploring the ideas that you got from therapy would work. I do think with Paul's point though, it's a risk to do that. In a paid improv show, yeah, that's probably too self-indulgent. They can work in tandem, though. I, I don't can, think Leslie's like, point is like antagonistic to mine. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. 
Were you saying that last night? No. Well, then what the fuck, Drew? I'm not saying that. Drew, you French here. I'm saying that you can use use improv as a tool to... (laughs) (laughs) You can use improv as a tool to explore the ideas of therapy, but also you shouldn't probably charge money to vent your issues unless people want to see that. Because honestly, some people do want to see that. Okay. Yeah, I've, but, I've also been to, like, stand-up comedy shows where people yeah, legitimately like, just need therapy and it's only uncomfortable. Where they they're just like, air out shit. Dude, I've seen, like, laughs. yeah, I've seen some, like, uh, comedians where it was just sort of like, yeah, I got I got into a fight with my uh, my husband the other day and, like, you know, we're working through it, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, I'll people are laughing like, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm going like, mm, what was the punchline? So relatable. Well, that's what like, it is. I hate my husband too. I despise when like th- this is the same thing. Uh, I was talking about this. No, I was talking about this with Eric. How Roseanne Barr is doing a thing on Fox Nation now, where it's like cancel this the show or something like that, <laughs> and all she's doing is whining about like right wing talking points, where she's like, "How can a man be a woman if the title is man?" And everyone goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> I saw a clip from that. Oh my god, I can't remember what she said. It was something really. Like, it just wasn't a joke at yes, all. Yes, that's she the just, thing that bothers me. Yeah, she it's, just said something, like, in this weird, like, paced way, and then everyone's like, oh! I, there was a clip that I saw on Twitter of her in that same special, where she was like, I, you know, all these kids come to their parents, and they're like, what's my gender? What's my that gender? Was it. How about get a job? That's your <gasps> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Professional comedian. Yeah, and she's she also like right after said something along the lines of like, oh, what's a woman? What's a woman? This is yeah, and everyone's like, yeah! herself, and everyone's like, yeah, Roseanne. <laughs> she's that's. I love like, the way you call the black woman a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> truly, like fucking senile. Like, yeah, yeah. Truly, and like this is not something that exists purely in the right wing by any stretch of the imagination. This yeah. is like a human problem right now, where people just go like, "This thing, right?" And yeah. people who agree are like, "This is comedy." Yeah. You're on my team. Yeah, especially yeah. on Twitter, where it's like. Imagine thinking this, yeah. well, and, and then you think this is this. You probably think this. <laughs> yeah, Cringe. fuck that. Yeah, yeah. quote tweet. I feel like a lot of a lot of that was just like people misunderstanding. Like, I'm, I'm sure like this happened beforehand, but I feel like a lot of the modern wave of this was just people misunderstanding why John Stewart is clever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like oh, that's like, like the talk the, show, the like comedy talk show. Yeah, I did not know how influential John Stewart was to so like the interrelated fields of news and comedy. Yeah, he changed the fucking game. He was yeah. the first one, right? Well, like the way we see it now, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. the way we experience those kind of shows. Yeah. Uh, he was well. He like he wasn't like a pioneer of anything, but he was definitely someone who pushed in a certain mm-hmm. direction, and everyone else followed. Right? Yeah, it's also like something that really sucks about people getting influenced by John Stewart is that how much no one's as clever as him. First of yeah. all, first no of, one. First of all, and every success, like every mm-hmm. successor, Trevor Noah, um, Trevor Noah, yeah, okay, uh, not nearly as clever, but I also said like, John Travolta, <laughs> <laughs> John Travolta, <laughs> the Daily Show with John Travolta. Um, but it's it's just like it's a mass. The reason why it works is like the Bush administration, like the Trump administration works completely differently. Yeah, and it's like it's we're in a different. Yeah, it's really fun watching like old John Oliver videos from like six years ago now, and just yeah. thinking like, holy shit, have we ever like moved on from this? And then yeah. watching like John Stewart stuff, and it's like we, it feels less like we've moved on from this, and we've moved on from this more. Yeah, how? And the answer is that John Stewart was really just one of a kind. 
Him and his staff writers, I should emphasize. He also picks his staff writers very meticulously. And um, perhaps John Oliver less so. He literally can't even. You know that? He literally can't even. You know that he literally can't even? It's a, so it's a bit like when your penguin is in your freezer. <laughs> get out of the freezer, penguin! <laughs> Hashtag get out of the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? The next question. Oh, uh, next question's from Al. Sharpton? Uh, why? <laughs> That wasn't that, that like funny. Asked that question before, right? Why? Why? Yeah. Um. um because, honest. Because. Uh, what the fuck is that sorry. other name? I don't. I don't feel comfortable reading people's last. Al. Yeah. Re- Al right. regular. <laughs> Al's regular. Al regular. <laughs> Al regular. Yeah, it's Al regular. It's Al regular. Yeah, it's definitely Al's. Definitely regular. Yeah. Wait, can I see it. that? Al regular. Look at that. That's Al regular. <laughs> Yeah, See that? That's Al Regular. Al, yeah. Al Regular. Okay, fine. Say it as many times as you want to. <laughs> Al Regular. Al Regular. I'm not going to say that. No, Al Regular. Because I'm reading it and I see something else. Wait, you're not going to say what? Daryl. I'm not going to say it. Daryl. Daryl. You're not going to trick me. Daryl. I'm not going to trick you, but I want you to say it. Imagine doing this in an improv scene where it's like, oh my god, Mr. Rabbit. I am not a rabbit. Wait, question. How do you how do you pronounce how do you pronounce irregular? Do you pronounce it any differently? No. What do you say, then? Milk. <laughs> yeah, you say milk. <laughs> like, I want to hear you. The word I just said, without me repeating it, wh- how do you say it? Uh, irregular. See, you just... Okay. Me, in editing, could you take the time you said Al, put, take that regular, put them together. Al, regular. Look at that. Look at that. You just said it. Oh, why'd you just say it when you Al said you wouldn't say it? No, it says Al, regular. All right, well, now I have to... Okay, so put that time I said Al Regular in front of that, because we all agreed we wouldn't say his last name, well, and then Daryl did. I think that's did. still not how it's pronounced. I think I know how that's pronounced, but I'm just not going to... Lamb Regular. I've heard that before, but yeah. we're trying to avoid saying the last name, and you said, no, you're not going to trick me. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Imagine doing that in improv. We can fix it later. This was way better than what we could have possibly given. Thank you for putting your name on this, Al. That really helped us. Next question. Alright, so this is... The name is possibly on the back. From Olivia... Uh, oh, I won't Olivia. say the last oh. name. Oh, Olivia Regular. Olivia <laughs> Regular. Olivia's Regular. Good for her. Uh, and Olivia, helps with your cycle. Olivia Sorry. <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up when you were a kid? <laughs> and then in um, at the end here it says Illy with a heart. Oh, that too. stands for I love you. Don't say that in front of Drew. He gets pissed off with you uh, saying uh, acronyms. Yeah. I R L. I L Y. Illy. Oh, sorry. I. Uh, yeah. Uh, what wanted... did you want to be when you grew up? Yeah. Oceanographer. Oh. Genuinely? Yeah. I okay. really, I really loved the ocean. You wanted to be that Rachel Carson? No, she was a marine biologist. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, no, I wanted to be an oceanographer because I love photographs. You want to be like Jacques Cousteau? Yeah, comme Jacques Cousteau. Dans la mer, avec des baleines, et avec des pommes. With balloons? <laughs> <laughs> avec des pommes, et avec des asparagus, et les haricots verts. This is just a bunch of food. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said with green beans. Green beans. <laughs> Uh, Drew, I'm curious. What in the good goddamn did you think that you wanted to be when you grew up? I feel like it's not hard to guess. Actor? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what happened? 
dressed I like one. I realized that that's not the lifestyle I wanted. And yet you do improv. You are yeah. you are a professional yeah, actor. But my improv isn't my lifestyle. He's yeah. choosing to not let it go big. It's not the entire. Yeah, I'm holding you all back. <laughs> it's not the entirety of your lifestyle, but you are a professional actor. Yeah, you I, did what Child Drew wanted. I still enjoy acting, but when I say I wanted to be an actor growing up, like I wanted that to be my life. Back to intersectionality. We occupy many identities. Yeah. And they intersect. So I... I it's all a big You don't seem to respect them. most of them. I have my reasons, though. Let's hear them. One. Clowns. Two. Don't do it. Three. Three. Uh, fuck you, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> so you wanted to be an actor, and you became an actor, and somehow got more pissy about it. Carol, uh, <laughs> uh, I wanted to be a firefighter. Ooh, big strong man. Yeah, that's different big man. than <laughs> big, man. Big, man, eh? big man. I could see that having big, big, like big actually man. happened. You know, a big man, big man, big. Or maybe big, it was big, like big. a joke that I just say to my mom. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> you never actually wanted Maybe to. it wasn't like a true passion or dream. Maybe, Maybe it's wasn't. just something that told me. I want to save people from burning buildings. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, yes. and then my mom would be like, no, don't do that. And I was like, just kidding. Were you in front of a burning building? Why was she was like, no. I'm going in there. So you're at your, what, your life purpose was occupied by making your mom upset? Or, yeah, or just making jokes. Maybe I w always wanted to be a comedian. Oh, and so there it was. It came. <laughs> Did you always want to be a comedian or firefighter? I can't uh, tell with your sociopathic no. ways. <laughs> I always wanted to entertain in some way. So I feel like you know. I would I, I would be entertained if I was dragged out of a burning building by Daryl. Entertain and firefighters have a lot more overlap than you. Oh yeah, if I wanted to be a stripper, yeah, <laughs> uh, I could definitely go down a pole. You have never been a sex worker, and you never will. Be. Oh, right. well, <laughs> fuck you, You'll man! You'll achieve your dreams. Actually, you could be if you wanted to. Do you want to be a sex worker? I don't. Then shut up. Next right. question. <laughs> oh, oh, I wanted to be a veterinarian and help the animals. You still can. You're younger yeah. than the rest no, of us. No, I. I'm, We're together. Yeah, I, much I've younger got, than the rest of us put together. <laughs> I've got plans to work with animals, but like not necessarily in that way. So, go on. Uh, yeah, I would like to do marine biology, and I know that's a classic thing that everyone's like, "I want to be a marine biologist," no. and then it's Rachel like Cuff. you're gonna fucking not like really. live on the streets. But yeah, that's so. I had an offer for marine biology when I was marine like nineteen, but um, yeah, someone talked me out of it. The pharmacist I worked with at the time was like, you will never get a job in that. Go take your science degree. Like, it's still a science degree, but like, do something else. Like, work that lady. Is it like yeah. astronaut where it's like, there's only five jobs out there? I guess so. But the thing is, like, once you get out there and see, like, there's so much that you can do in marine ecology and just like wildlife education and stuff that I'd be so much happier doing. And there's so, so much that an astronaut can do. Drew. Yeah. Don't, don't be like, oh, there are only five astronauts that I can mean, obviously, yeah. Chris Hatfield's yeah. at the bottom Name of the ocean. Name five astronauts. <laughs> Isn't an astronaut like a military position, technically speaking? I think I Is NASA part of the military? I think it's... You it's have, like, government. military clearance. It's a government sure. department. Yeah. You have a lot of top secret I, I think that, like... Uh, well, astronauts don't just, like, bum around at home America. when they're not in space. No. Yeah, they have to keep really fit. No, I mean... And, like, yeah, there's a well, lot I mean, that goes No, but I mean, they also have, like, other duties. Oh, okay. When they're on Earth. They aren't just sort of like, we need you, go to space, get out the gym, and go into space. And then when they come back, it's like, all right, piss off to your home gym, we'll call you when needed. But, I mean, like, you could study, like, astrophysics and, like, stuff that would be required to be an astronaut. 
but you're still there's a very short list of people that actually go to space. No, unfazed. So you might be working like completely unfazed. Which is super cool, but it might not be specific. Should have been in his face. I think he just keeps talking. Like spit particles go onto his fucking glasses. His Harry Potter glasses. I think it's sort of like uh, medieval times, you know, where like knights had to be like stewards. You get like a roast chicken. Oh fucking! Yeah. You eat with your fingers oh, you and they get all and you're like greasy. <laughs> they always portray it really well. You know those chickens were rotten though. I mean, the I'm, I'm the lights about, are dark in there, so yeah, I wouldn't the, the, be surprised. It's, oh, it's not medieval place. times, medieval times. You're talking like the building. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The show. Yeah, medieval I'm saying times. like back in the times, oh, yeah. those chickens were rotten. Absolutely. But I'd eat a whole chicken. I would eat a whole chicken. Mutton. All right, you need a whole chicken. Great. Thank you. Next <laughs> question. What was the question? What did you want to be when, when you, you grew, grew up, up as a kid? Huh. Um. I'm much more, uh, my, like, turn on a dime than the rest of y'all motherfuckers. Uh, there were so many different things that I wanted to do based on what was interesting at the time. Mm-hmm. So I cycled between actor, I wanted to be a scientist when I was really, really young before realizing that you actually had to do work. I was a very lazy kid compared to, like, now. Um, like, when I was, like, five, I was super, super lazy. No, never did anything, even when it was asked of me. Get a job! Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be a game designer, because all kids kind of do at some point in their lives, but I just, like, took it to heart. Uh, I wanted to be a filmmaker. Uh, I wanted to be an opera singer at one point. I, I had a proficiency for singing early on. Like, when I was put into choirs as a kid, uh, I got, like, solo parts and stuff like that, and my parents pushed that, and whenever my parents pushed something, that was when I decidedly stopped doing it. Like, I, I read fucking Lord of the Rings, like, the series when I was six, because, like, I could. I was still six, so I didn't get the themes, I just could read the words. Mm-hmm. And I, can, uh, I read the entire thing and went, well, that was stupid, reading is bullshit. And I didn't read again until, like, grade five, and I was behind in reading comprehension for the rest After of my school. After reading Lord of the Rings. After reading Lord of the Rings at age six. Nice. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, so very fucking me in every single way. <laughs> like, defying authority, being like, showing a, like, a possible aptitude at something, and then, nope, he's stupider than everyone else. Like, every <laughs> box is ticked. You and know then reading I mean? Lord of the Rings, and then not understanding it. Yeah, th- which is like, me to a T. Yeah. To this day, what the heck is a Gandalf? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um... Uh, I also wanted to be a history teacher. I wanted to be, like, a, a media teacher, which I guess I am now? I didn't think of that. Yeah. But I still have, like, uh, under my bucket list, because um, I think I've talked about this before, a bucket list should be things that you can't possibly all do in your lifetime. If you can do it, it's not a bucket list. It's a to-do list that you're a bit lazy to get started on. Mm. Fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also have a different perspective on it, because I don't know if I've told this group this, and I'm sorry if this is being a downer on the conversation. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, I don't have as long to live as the rest of y'all because of my lung problem. So I have a fundamentally... I was talking about this with uh, Sarah the other day. Yeah. Uh, I have a fundamentally different view of, like, uh, why I do things. Because, like, you'll go to school because, like, oh, this will help with my career later. Yeah, I can retire and then... Yeah, yeah. But also just you can see things long term. Yeah. I'm kind of like... I don't want to say I was robbed of the ability to do that, but, like, I don't do that anymore. You right. have to do things now. Exactly. Yeah. And if I'm doing something, it's to serve a thing I am currently doing rather than serve this hypothetical future. 
So like I'm being I'm getting my master's not necessarily be career enhancement. I'm doing it because like a it's a thing to do. Uh, and <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah, and b because I dude DM'd me on Twitter and said you want to do this lol. And <laughs> and c because like it helps with like the projects that I'm currently making. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the education of it well. Yeah. Uh, so I just I just kept pinballing back and forth between I want to do this I want to do that I want to do this I want to do that and now I'm much more focused on the do rather than the be mm-hmm. if that makes sense like I want to be a firefighter that instead it's like I want to save people from fires like here are the things that I want to do I don't necessarily right. want to be a game designer but I want to finish the game it's just that a I'm different making way to like word your identity yeah. I should be wandering the streets looking for fires exactly <laughs> I should be setting them well that <laughs> so like, it also <laughs> it also helps you be more proactive because if you think I want to be a teacher yeah. You're thinking like, oh, a job. And usually that sort of corresponds with, I'll do the courses and something will happen to me. Mm-hmm. But if you think, I want to teach other people about thing, you're thinking much more proactively, what are the steps needed to get to there? It's a better way of thinking and also puts less pressure on like titles. Yeah. You also get like, uh, you get kind of, um, in, in, like you get attached to like that identity and it's like very uh, it's very hard when you start getting like criticized about it rather than being like, like I'm the teacher or yeah, something or, like rather, that yeah, or yeah. like being like I'm a Christian so this is obviously what I'm doing is Christian versus like I am doing Christ's work yeah right? I'm we doing had, Christ <laughs> we, had, we had a lot Do of conversation Christ yeah, yeah. so you, you can be like you can be criticized on a process of a thing that you're doing better than you can be criticized on what you think of yourself as yeah like, you can fuck Eating pussy. Eating pussy. You ever eat pussy, Leslie? We didn't ask you. (laughs) Oh, as a queer woman, the answer's still sadly no. Damn. I know. We will ask next month. We will reconvene. Damn. This concludes Leslie's Pussy Watch. Play the jingle. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that... Was that our final question? No. Three more. Okay. Uh, Leslie, I think, is the next one? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Puss- <laughs> oh, yeah, you answered the, uh, what did you want to be? Oceanographer, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. this one has I still love the ocean. three oh. questions. Time for rapid fire. Chaz yeah. Michaels. One, are UFOs aliens or high-tech aircrafts? Probably high-tech aircraft, but I don't know. They can be both. Neither. Y'all hear no. about the China spy balloon? That was funny. <laughs> it was I funny. Mean, there were a lot of good memes about We don't even know if it was a spy balloon. At this point, who cares? If they wanted to find out what Montana looks like, <laughs> yeah. have a ball. <laughs> yeah. Satellites. Yeah. So, like, they yeah. flew over Area 51. There was a... There was a yeah, they missed it if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a tweet from someone I really like that was it was like the clip of people saying like please civilians do not try and shoot this down like you will miss and like hit somebody and someone said like if Mon- if the people of Montana don't shoot this down they don't deserve the second amendment <laughs> <laughs> and they should take it away that's what that's what it's for I also love how they shot like a million dollar fucking missile at the balloon that when they shot awesome. it down. It's like, oh. it's a balloon. <laughs> Use a pea shooter. Or like, go in a helicopter and just grab it. Yeah. <laughs> Return it to them. Like, in, in both cases where like, it's a spy thing and it is actually a meteorological balloon that blew off course, like, like you can Collect grab it, it study it. Tie it to a plane, bring it back. Yeah, bring it back to them. And they're either like, oh, thank you for bringing back our meteorological balloon, or, hey, we noticed this fucking spy apparatus that's on it. What's up with that? And China's like, you got us. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fair enough. We'll we, wanted to see if, we wanted to see if Montana really is the shithole we <laughs> think it is. <laughs> Xi Jinping's like, okay. <laughs> 
Next question. Second question. Who played the best Batman? You know what? I'm kind of partial to Robert Pattinson. I like the way he took it. What? When did he play Batman? The, the Batman. In uh, 2022. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I haven't seen any Batman. I, just never I really started that movie. You can't answer this question. <laughs> oh, wait, you can probably... You no, like the I animated like... one. You probably... I feel no, like you like that one. I, I never watched it. Okay. Um, but I do like the older one. Um... Fuck, like Adam West, is that his name? Adam West, like yeah, silly that was funny. Silly I liked that yeah. a lot. Yeah, I'm Adam West. That's oh, no, Adam West impression. <laughs> oh. uh, what's the name of the guy that died recently? Kevin Conroy. What? I think it's Kevin Conroy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The cartoon Batman. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people liked him. Um, good for them. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I think it's hard to answer also because like, is it? The writing, or is it the actor? Oh, that's, that's a very good point. It as well, because there's a lot of moments. <laughs> I haven't watched like the animated Batman or anything like that, but there's a lot of moments where like really humanizes Batman in the way that like the Christian Bale one kind of doesn't. Who played the best Batman? Yep. Take that as you will. Okay. I don't, yeah. No more semantic arguments. I don't know any of the that's names. no. Answer, it's uh, it's credit it's credit zero. There are going to be more semantic arguments. <laughs> Damn it! I was trying to wrap this. Based up. off my limited knowledge, I would say the person who played the animated Batman, the one that you just said, Kevin Costner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Based on my limited knowledge of the, the Batverse. Okay. Another complication. There's a different oh criteria God. between who played the best Batman and who played the best Bruce Wayne. Because that's a that's a common conversation in DC stuff. Is that? Yeah, that's so very hair splitting. Because I, I think that was yeah. Because I think I think Michael Keaton's a great. Toby Maguire Christian... played a fantastic fucking uh, Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. And then yeah. Because Andrew like Garfield played the best Spider Man. You shouldn't have like you shouldn't have Spider Man be like you know the hero of the story. Like mm-hmm. Toby Maguire looks like a little pathetic. And that's yeah. nice. He's, he's like, really, like, failing. I yeah, was, yeah. I was, uh, he has man tits, and I can relate to that. I, there was, like, a video or whatever commenting on it, and, like, apparently Peter Parker, like, wasn't, like, a great person before he was Spider-Man. Well. Like, he was, like, down to fight and shit. Wow. I would like, be. The first if I had man tits. Fair enough. Anyway, I like Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. I think Christian Bale is a good Batman, but a shit Bruce Wayne. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Not my favorite. I, I, I have to think of it that long, but Christian Bale's a good Batman and a shit Bruce Wayne. Okay. What's your what's Daryl, f- Batman? Oh, okay. oh uh, my favorite Batman is uh, George Clooney. What? George Clooney is uh, a <laughs> handsome man. <laughs> Next one of the worst Batman. <laughs> it is uh, the worst Batman, but he's the best Batman in the Batman universe. The next question is Jim Carrey's best movie, and then they have also answered in brackets, but I will leave that until everyone else gives their opinion. Uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. May I give a hot take? Yeah. I don't fucking like Jim Carrey. That's fine. I'm not a huge fan. You've earned at least the respect of one of our viewers. Uh, You know who you are. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't like Jim Carrey. No, my partner's really into his stuff and, like, grew up with it. And so, like, we'll watch... What's his best (laughs) You probably would like Eternal Uh, Sunshine, Cable Guy was Luke's favorite, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Fuck, no, I No, that that one was super transphobic. What? Yeah? Yeah, they, like, beat him, beat that person up. Yeah, no, the the whole point of, like, the the reveal at the end is, like, aha, this woman is a transsexual. Literally everyone in the room throws up. (laughs) <laughs> Holy shit. That is the climax of that movie. And then they're like, well, then she deserves everything that's coming to her. What? Because she's got a penis. It, like, zooms in on the bulge in her crotch. It is, like, the most oh, transphobic no movie I have ever I seen in my life. Okay. <laughs> Haven't horrible. you watched it? 
I have. I just, you know, so years ago. ago. Yeah. And there was also that, uh, the first one, whatever it was. Not Pet Detective. Uh, uh, no, no, like there's Ace there's Ventura. Ace Ventura. There's like, oh, I see. In the series, there's like another Ace no, Ventura. Ace Ventura's Pet Detective is the first. Yeah. That's the first? That's the first. So there's others in the series. There's Ace Ventura Pet Detective Jr. without Jim Carrey, and then there was Ace uh, Ventura Pet Detective 2, which also had Jim Carrey in it. Okay, yeah, maybe it's the second one I'm thinking of. I don't know. Okay, very quickly, silly Jim Carrey, best is the mask. That was uh, that's what that's, that's our fun and it's disagree. stupid. It's, disagree. You like that's mask. what our friend Chad said. It's not that I don't, it's not that I don't like the mask. One. Uh, liar, liar. Okay. Liar, liar is better. Liar, liar is great because the antagonist. It's one of those things where it's like divorced dad tries to win his wife back, and like the guy that she's currently with, like the new dad, mm-hmm. isn't an asshole, and yeah. that alone mm-hmm. wins liar, liar so many points because, because it's like not that cliche. Yeah, because like oftentimes if it's like you're following the protagonist winning the wife back, and this guy either cheated on her or is like a slob that isn't good for her. No, he's like good for her and good for the kid, yeah. and that creates like this moral complication of the movie. Cool. I think he's he, as a serious actor, he's quite good in Eternal Sunshine of, spot, of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. But okay. I think the Truman Show was a better movie. But yeah. it's not because oh. of Jim Carrey. Mm. It's because of uh, fuck. What's the writer's name again? I forget. Andrew. Andrew Tate. It's not Andrew Tate. <laughs> it's Andrew Tate. <laughs> my Bugatti. My good Bugatti. Say your mate <laughs> is drinking still water. <laughs> my Bugatti. My Bugatti. My Bugatti is so like, hot right now. I know. I know that like. Looks. Who cares about looks? Yeah. And I know this isn't a hot take. I am so surprised that the hero of the Manosphere looks like a boiled potato. Yeah, he has no chin. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, don't, don't they care about that? Don't they care about how strong your jawline is? And their hero looks like he, like, he's like Roger Ebert in his last days. Yeah. Adding, adding to that, uh, something that a friend of the podcast, Cameron, pointed out is like. Uh, the fact that like the far right uh, idolizes a uh, mixed race Muslim man with no chin is yeah. a is a ticking time bomb. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is that all that's from there? That is all from Chaz. All right, Thank cool. you, Chaz. Thank you, Chaz. All right. Next question. This will be a really quick one. Why VIP seating? Uh, we because you gotta treat them. Was this right. at a show where we had couches and chairs available? Yeah, the couches yeah. Were It's in the literally, front row. it's just, literally first come first serve. Yeah, we just had couches. It's, we there's also no ran VIP out of seat. chairs that that show, so we needed the couches. And I will say the couches were pretty much like almost empty until we started, and I had to like prompt people to sit in them. So stop That's complaining. True. You have to encourage people to sit in the front row. It's well, like maybe it was yeah. just like a Get bad braver. <laughs> it is maybe like just church. people just misunderstood, and that's on our end for miscommunicating. Yeah, next, it's not the question. primo seating. Or Last one. It's like Last a stand-up one. show. Everybody Here we go. thinks they're gonna get heckled. But... This is from Eric. It's Eric. not a question. All right. <laughs> Find something in the room that is the most significant to you. He, um, All books. of us. This is my Drew. Books. Okay, Drew. Uh, my water bottle. No, I'm answering mine. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, me, my books. I'm my, my bookshelf. I'm really happy with that bookshelf, and I love my books. I take this water bottle everywhere I go, even though I've dropped it like six times. I and just it's dropped it. Up. Yeah, <laughs> when I said the Andrew Tate thing. Oh, I drank out of it and moaned. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's by my dick. That's why I moaned. <laughs> I could smell it. Did it smell like cat food? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I moved my pants. I also like my cup. It's a thermos, and it keeps things super hot and super cold. Thermos, you like your cups better than you like your phone. Yeah, my phone. I dropped it in motor oil. Do you like your cup? (laughs) Do you like your cup better than you like your closet? 
Uh, my closet's not in this room, so... Do you like your cup better than you like your bowl? My bowl? Yes. My bowl's not in this room. Do you like your cup better than you like your fucking telephone? <laughs> <laughs> Circle Get back. real, Carol. <laughs> uh, Liz? Lee? Uh, uh... My phone... Uh, <laughs> um... It's a little monkey. It's the only thing monkey. meaningful in this room, maybe, um... Uh, Luke got his PS4 from the store I work at. Yeah. Uh, and I helped his, his lady pick it out. You like wearing your glasses. You, you glasses. I, I do. Those, those are crystals. Yeah. There are crystals around here. There's lots of cool crystals. Crystals are nice. There's a, there's a ceiling. It's popcorn. That's kind yeah. of important. Without it, where would we be? In a in a larger room. In a, yeah, <laughs> a smaller room, yeah. There'd be a toilet over us. <laughs> That's a great place to end. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Drew, get real close to the mic and tell people what their what your name is. I have to go pee. Oh, Drew is my name. <laughs> <laughs> Rest of us. Luke, Daryl, Leslie, Paul Tweed. Bye. Bye. <laughs>